Hello, I'm Kristen. And I'm Keontae. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to the Crafted, Crafted Podcast. Podcast. Hey, welcome to our mini episode. Yes, this is the first of many. Why do you, <laughs> why do you sound like a robot? Um, because Probably because we're in our hotel room right now in New Orleans, Louisiana. And Laid the Americas up. just relaxing. Laid up, boot up. So... In, in, in the tradition of making sure we record an episode each week, today we're going to do something a little different because we are on vacation, our own vacation. And, and well, it's a little bit, it's a little bit of vacation, a little bit of work too. Um, but we are in the beautiful city of New Orleans. It's beautiful. Uh, see, that's the thing. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we're only we're only one day in, so maybe we'll see the beauty tomorrow. Yeah, when we go through the city tour. And so, since we're in New Orleans, we just figured that let's just go ahead and do an episode of like what we've experienced so far in New Orleans. Yes. Um, up until this point, but first, before we get started, let's go ahead and start with the we can start with the same stuff. So, how has your week been so far? My week has <laughs> been my week has been a one. Listen, I was at work on Monday, and we flew out. I got flewed out on Tuesday, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, anyways, the flight was cool. It was funny on the first flight because I was late to check us in, and this boy, oh my god, ended up crunched up on the airport. Bruh. I mean, in the airplane. So that was freaking hilarious, but. Overall, though, this week has been great so far. The food in New Orleans is pretty good. And so I'm just excited about what the rest of the week has to offer. Mm -hmm. So what happened is since we were late to check in, um, we were one of the last people getting on the plane. Right. And so we were on Southwest where you choose your own seats. And while we walking on the plane, um, most of the seats were getting filled up, like in the front and the middle. And there was a like two seats open in the back. So I said, I'll just go to the back. But I mean like the back back, literally like the last seat, right? Unbeknownst to me, I love using that word when I can use it. Unbeknownst. Yeah, unbeknownst to me, um, the last seat on an airplane is not the exact like if you sit at a window seat on a regular seat like you have a little bit of space not that much space you probably got maybe a good like seven extra inches like in the from the from your shoulder to the window you know what i mean for you to have a little room <laughs> bruh the seat that i was in which was next to the window seat there's like an act there's actually like minus like maybe like 10 inches or something like that so it comes in a little bit more I'm think I'm guessing it's probably because of the curvature of the airplane towards because. the back. Oh, and not, but um, it definitely was like crazy sitting on that in that last row for the whole three and a half hours. Yeah, but we made it here, so that's that's all that matters. Yeah, and what's man? We just got back from a restaurant right now, and I had this plantain. Uh, plantain ice cream thing yeah but it got my stomach bubbling okay so if you hear my husband over here dying it's because my stomach is like not happy with me right now they said what you do to me so anyways i was just giving my husband a fair warning okay well (laughs) let's move right along and and about we apologize i apologize for the if the sound quality comes out a little less than normal um, I didn't bring any of our recording equipment or whatnot because we were really in a rush. And we're recording from my iPad instead of the regular laptop that we use, the regular MacBook that we use. So, but I, I mean, I think the quality should still be fine, but we'll see. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, we'll see. Um, but anyway, let's go ahead and continue to move on what we normally do. First off, when they give off a random fact, this is a random fact that we both discovered. Actually, my wife looked up and discovered. But the random fact is, I'm asking you, the listeners, so it's going to be a little pause so I can give you time to answer. But do you know the origins of Mardi Gras and what Mardi Gras actually means? Me, I know, I know. <laughs> you know, you supposed, I'm supposed to, you supposed to be quiet and let the listener answer. I know. I'm a listener. Oh my gosh! I'm listening to you. Okay, babe. Well, go ahead and give us a little, the little background on what you discovered. So Mardi Gras means is actually literally translated into Fat Tuesday, and so what Mardi Gras comes from is Catholicism and their celebration of. Um, before Ash Wednesday. And so Ash Wednesday is a day where you give something up until Easter. And so Fat Tuesday is prior to Ash Wednesday. So on Fat Tuesday, you're supposed to like, you know, eat a lot, just indulge, indulge. essentially. So before you give up everything. But where um, Mardi Gras comes into play is it lasts 12 weeks, like a carnival like in the Caribbean islands. And so the last day of Mardi Gras is also Mardi Gras, which is the Fat Tuesday right before Ash Wednesday. And so I thought that was kind of interesting. And so that's why carnivals are essentially, you know, usually around the same time um, as Mardi Gras in it. And it typically starts around the same time. So it's kind of rooted in the same things. But yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, when she's talking about Ash Wednesday, most people will also know it as Lent. So Lent is the length of time, usually about like 21, 28 days, where you give up something. Normally, usually, like, um, people who really practice in Lent, like, they give up, like, certain meats and they only eat, like, fish and things of that nature. But anyway, those are the origins. All right, and now the, um, since that's a random fact today, since I didn't bring our cards for the let's get deeper question, I'm going to go ahead and just ask the let's get deep question off the top. Let's get deep. Let's get deep question off the top. So now since we're in New Orleans and we've experienced this a couple days, what actually is your favorite city that we've traveled to and why? My favorite city that we've traveled to, wow, we've traveled to a lot of cities. That's we've been hard. to France, we've been to we've been to Paris, France. France. Okay. We've been to Paris, France, we've been to Italy, Rome, Italy, we've been to Punta Cana, Dominican Republic, we've been to Chicago, Houston, New York, Orlando, um Seattle. Seattle. Atlanta. At Atlanta. We've been to Banff, Canada. Yeah, we've been to Banff, Canada. And my, Calgary. My favorite city, I don't know. I'm just, honestly, I'm a California girl. We've been to Baltimore. West Baltimore. I'm, I'm a California girl, no matter what. And so, I just think California reigns supreme to me, in general. But if I had to choose something outside of California, it would be for the food. And so, Atlanta would be my favorite city for the food. And because it's a lot of, like, people who look like me and you. And I really enjoyed that. The sweet tea is good. The vibes are immaculate. I, lo- I love Atlanta. Hmm. Okay. For me, um, although San Francisco is San Francisco is really my favorite city, like I love San Francisco, but it's more so it's more so I love the feel that San Francisco gives me because of like how picturesque it is, especially in the fall. Oh man, 
The fall is my is my that's my season. But honestly, when I really think about it, Chicago probably has been one of my favorite places because not only is Chicago good with the food, but man, the way that the city is built, especially like if you stay like right along where like the football stadium is at and Lakeshore Drive and all that stuff. Um, it's just so beautiful to just get out and walk along Lake Michigan and then also how the river runs through the city, the food. I love Chicago's pizza, especially Lou Malnati's. Like that that's my that's my favorite pizza pretty much. Chicago style pizza is just bomb. But yeah, I would probably have to say Chicago. Now, what was one of your least favorite cities? My least favorite city is probably Maybe in New York. Well, I don't know. New Orleans might be it after. <laughs> <laughs> and let me just give you a background. This isn't just a normal day that we landed in New Orleans. Like, like we landed on the la- on the last day of, 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 of Mardi Gras. We landed on Mardi yeah, Gras, on Mardi literally. Gras. So, so, yeah. But, um, and it was just crazy. But we haven't really explored like that. So, I don't know. The Mardi Gras was not for us, as you could see. But I guess we'll get more into that in our marriage segment, huh? Yeah. yeah, so um, anyways, my least favorite city would probably be, uh, oh, that's hard. I don't know what's yours. You go first. I got to think. I mean, I guess you can, I mean, if, it was, if it's, yeah, well, you know, let's leave New Orleans off. Cause we now, mine's a, probably New York. We ain't give it a fair shake. Okay, so New York is your least favorite city. Okay, for me, my least favorite city probably had to be... It was probably Baltimore. Like, we didn't really... We didn't actually get to stay in Baltimore that long. But for the time that we were in Baltimore, it wasn't like, you know, like, ooh, I just want to be here. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it was, like, super sketchy. And a lot of people were just telling us, like, don't be out in Baltimore that late. I know, I, <laughs> you know, stuff like that, you know? Um... But the crab cakes were so good. And I really love Baltimore because The Wire was my favorite show on HBO. And The Wire is set in Baltimore. So I always wanted to go to Baltimore just to kind of see what it was like. And, brother, it was like that. Like, driving through. Because we, when we landed, we drove through, like, Howard University, like, around D.C. and stuff like that. You know, Baltimore is really right like there. I really like D.C. Uh, you know, Baltimore is right that next to it. That's one of my favorite cities, too. But, bruh. Yeah, it was Baltimore's. No disrespect to anybody listening that might be from Baltimore, but maybe we got to go back and stay a few more days and do some stuff there, but I don't I don't feel like I need to go back there. Huh. So. I liked Baltimore. You liked the crab cakes that we got from that one restaurant. <laughs> That's what you liked about Baltimore. Yeah, the food is the whole reason I travel. Mm. But yeah. But all right, let's go ahead and get into our actual mini section now. Um, and what we're going to pretty much talk about is just, you know, our time, the, the time that we spent in New Orleans, we have three more days left out here, but pretty much we just want to give like an overview of what we've done of so what far. what the vibe was, what the vibe has been so far. So, so you yeah. start off? Yeah. I, the vibe has been okay. We came, like my husband mentioned before, we came on actual Mardi Gras, so we got to like catch the beads and stuff, but it was like a lot of trash and you know i'm just not used to that level of trash that was on the floor and everybody to me 
I mean, I don't know if this is like profiling, but everybody looks so suspicious to me. Like everybody looks like, I don't know. Everybody looks shysty. Like, I don't mm. know. Or if I don't know if it's a feeling that I feel or something, but it looks like everybody is up to something. I don't mm-hmm. know. But anyways, lots of weed smoking, lots of all that stuff that people are doing. And so I don't know. We're purists. We don't really, we don't dabble in, in smoking. We don't really drink maybe a social drink every now and then but we really don't drink like that so but catching the little trinkets and stuff that was a cool experience despite the trash and the smoke what do you think about that yeah really i'm just trying to still figure out because now that we know the origins of like what mardi gras is and like the celebration of it like even that part because like they had parade like they did a parade and they had like people they had like floats that they built or whatnot. Yeah, they're called crews. Yeah, and I'm just trying to figure out, like... People on the floor. Yeah, I guess I need to do more deeper research. Like, where did that part come from? Because I'm not understanding how we got from, like, oh, we need to indulge in stuff and, like, kind of stock up before we go on Lent and have to give up everything to building a whole parade route and building a float or building for the crews and throwing beads and dolls and whatever else they was throwing out the window. Yeah, I did. Like, it's kind of strange. I did catch two dolls. I did catch two dolls, which was cool. I caught a little flower. I caught, we caught lots and lots of beads. But then we ended up going back to the hotel and the hotel line was like horrendously long horrendously long because you know all the school psychs are out here for the school psych conference and i guess we must have all got there at the same time so we waited in the line we got to our hotel room hotel room was cool you know it's a nice little room right except it doesn't have it, <laughs> doesn't, have a, it doesn't have a refrigerator or a microwave, or a microwave. so me, my husband is used to the bougie life at this point yeah so he's i'm like, very bougie now i started off not being bougie but i need my amenities okay you know what i mean but it has a nice pool it's a huge hotel with we're on the 46th floor and it's a sheraton too so yeah i'm like y'all should have that here right 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 but so anyways then after that we tried to we were like let's go to bourbon street because we wanted to go to this restaurant that was there and boy did we not know we went to bourbon street and it was crazy think of think of when you watch the new york um the ball drop new New Year's. year's right Think of all the people you see. That's what it was like on Bourbon Street. I mean, it was crazy walking down there. We walked pretty far before we like literally got to the restaurant, saw the line. It was like, oh, no. But it was like literally you were touching somebody on each side of you as you were walking. It was crazy. It was smoke. It was naked girls. It was, <laughs> you know, it was really crazy. And it was not the vibe for neither one of People us. We were both... titties to get their beads. Yeah, we were both extremely touched out. <laughs> and we just was like, no. So on the way there, we saw, when we were walking towards Bourbon Street, we saw a chicken spot called Voodoo Chicken. And I kept saying, I'm not eating it, no Voodoo Chicken. Because that just, you know, when you're Christian, you like to be extra religious sometimes. Like, oh my God. But I don't think God is going to smite me for eating Voodoo Chicken. I ain't practicing Voodoo. Right. I was saying, but, I don't casting those spells. But I still don't like the, you know what I mean? I still don't like the idea. Yeah, you're like, it just why are you even naming it that? Yeah, it doesn't sit right with me. You know what I mean? But literally, we didn't have nothing else to eat. But let, let me tell you, that, that Voodoo Chicken was a bust down because it was good. I'm telling you, even by our even by our house, there's a little like Asian spot called Devil's Kitchen, and they had that tiger boba. 
Yeah. Bomb. Yeah, I mean, listen, the chicken was good. We ain't gonna lie to you. The food has been pretty immaculate out here, huh? Yeah, yeah, except for I ordered room service, right? And they had a pizza on their pitcher, and it was like a very like artisan type of looking pizza. And I'm like, ooh, okay, let's see what that's talking about. Boy, that pizza got here, that was some... A TV dinner. That- <laughs> I was like, what? It was straight. I mean, it was okay, like, to eat, but I just had this picture of this little artisan picture of pizza that they had on the website. But, yeah, I mean, New Orleans, like I said, it's just a very interesting vibe. And even, like I said, just thinking with the whole Mardi Gras thing, because when we stopped, like, just to watch the parade go by, I was talking to um, a gentleman that was already out there, like, with his family. And he was just like, yeah, man, I've been born born and raised out here. We, We always wait for this day to come around. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm just like, why? It was him, his wife, his three kids was out there. And I was like, and y'all been out here all day? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I kind of get it if you live out here and that's like the culture you grew up in. Because just imagine having a tradition that you always do as a family. It's like, you know, this is just something that people in New Orleans do. And it's like a big thing. Like, all the people do it. You know what I mean? And they got and all the floats driving by is playing they bounce music. Yeah. That big freedom music. I don't know, thank you. That's that's what bounce music is. <laughs> but yeah, so it's a big thing out here. Seriously. It's like a whole thing. But as California people, the Mardi Gras is not for us. I do like the concept, I get it, but it's just, you know, this is New Orleans overall so far is like a big old giant Vegas but a, like a gross Vegas like and that's hard to say because Vegas is already pretty gross at yeah. times so it's like a grosser Vegas you know well, and see that's my that's my other complaint too is because even at least with Vegas Vegas is built a certain way that even though there's a million people walking through the street it's wide like you know what I mean like it's open area it's very wide but and we I haven't think- gone during a holiday though either oh uh, yeah true because we haven't like gone to vegas during super bowl sunday or like that like all the people were during to vegas during you know and just imagine how if the freeways get backed up to where it takes people eight hours and stuff to get to vegas when it usually mm. takes three then just imagine how the streets are but maybe one day we'll have to like fly to vegas during a holiday weekend yeah. to see what that's about but i mean but aside from that like the way that the way that the strip is constructed on vegas mm-hmm. I mean, I'm no city planner or nothing like that, but <laughs> oh, you're not? Vegas makes sense to me. And out here, the way that the the way that this city is built is it's by far the strangest city I've seen. And I and you would think that San Francisco is kind of a strange city because San Francisco is just a bunch of hills. San Francisco is like East LA on steroids. There's a bunch of hills and dips and stuff. That's how Seattle was to me. Yeah, yeah, Seattle too. But out here, like even like. Taking the trolley and, like, we're in a hotel and we're, like, really, we're 50 floors up pretty much. And, like, you could just see the landscape of the city and it's just it's just an interesting build to me. My dad said it's a bowl. That's what he used to describe it as. It's built like a bowl. Yeah, and then, like I said, when you walk through the city, especially, like, going around Bourbon Street and stuff like that, you could kind of see how, like, when the levees broke and Katrina happened, like, how the, you know, city just kind of got flooded and... Like, even as I was walking, I was just looking at the gutters and, like, the, you know, how the water gets down to the sewage line. And even that was funny. So, 
I don't know. We t- tomorrow we're gonna go on a whole tour that's gonna go around the city um, and you know see what that's like. Even like their football stadium, like where the Superdome is at, and where Smoothie King Center, where the where the Pelicans play, like they're close. They're next to each other. And sometimes some cities, um, stadiums and arenas, they're close next to each other. But the way that the fruit was built to like drive a- around it, it was uh, it was just interesting. Very interesting. Yes. And then we also got to experience Valentine's Day. Today we went to a little dinner mm-hmm. and we went and got a foot massage. That was really nice. And so, <laughs> Shout out to Briquettes. That's the restaurant we went to. Yeah, we went there and then we got a foot massage. My plantain thing was burnt, though, so I'm a little upset about that. Oh, and Briquettes. You know, you know me, I perseverate once something is not to my exact liking of food. Mm. But... Um, yeah, we did that. We got our gift. I mean, I got my gifts. My hus- I forgot my husband's gift. Shame on me. But I just want to say, before we go into our Roots and Blooms segment, I just want to say that um, I love you. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine I started crying. <laughs> I'm so annoying. Okay. No, I just wanted to say that, ladies, if you did not get what you wanted, first of all, Valentine's Day is about love. And the gift should be small and meaningful. Or like, you know, like your roses, your chocolates, your bears, your little, maybe a pair of sneakers if you got, if you're into shoes, you know, bath bombs, lingerie. Don't you feel like that's Valentine's gifts, right? Uh Like small and meaningful. You shouldn't be expecting the, the new car, the new house, the Louis Vuitton, or should you? If you got a rich, if you got a rich guy, he wants you. No, really. Yeah. <laughs> you think that you should expect that as a if woman? You, if you have a if you have a man that's making enough money to go get you Louis Vuitton, why not? But any man could save up to get you Louis Vuitton if he prioritizes it. I just think that you should expect those things well, for you your said, birthday. Well, you said your the anniversary. Lu- you said Louis Vuitton, a car, blah blah blah. Like that's. But people get cars. Like I know people. I know I know people who we know that aren't rich necessarily that have gotten cars for for birthdays and stuff like that i mean anybody could get a car on credit you know what i mean or anybody could get a a ring on credit and things like that i mean i guess you could get a louis vuitton on credit too but i feel like when you're making payments because that's like okay you make you pay five hundred dollars or whatever Mm -hmm. but anyways i don't know so you should expect those kind of things for valentine's day you should expect what you want but i mean it has to be like i feel like that that's not reasonable but hey listen we always disagree well i mean a gift is a gift like so what you you can't expect so what you can expect louis vuitton for your birthday but you can't expect it for your valentine's day i mean i just think that valentine's day is like just regular i just feel like if you already get gifts like because i always get better gifts for my birthday for christmas for my anniversary than valentine's day uh, i mean but that's because i just expect small tokens of appreciation for valentine's day uh, i mean i guess i don't know i mean no, no, no. no if you don't you don't have to agree with me i'm just saying if you disagree you disagree oh well i'm saying i don't know like some people like I mean it's look because let me let me uh step my uh game up for next year then on what I expected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying, and then men, I I thought men just expect small things too, you know, like little small things. But hell, let me step my game up for you too. What you want a uh, Dior belt? No, I won't. <laughs> designer really ain't for me. Like I don't wear designer cologne, but yeah. 
Okay. Well, listen, you have it from, I guess what the, the, what I'm getting from this is that both people in the relationship need to find out what the expectations are. That's what I'm getting from this. Yeah. You find out what your wife is expecting. You find out what your husband is expecting. And then you guys can meet that common goal, basically. And so if your husband did not meet your expectations this Valentine's Day, now is not probably the time to say that. But maybe a week or two weeks from now or prior to Mother's Day so it could get amped up then you should communicate your expectations. And husbands, if you're not happy, communicate your expectations. Explain that, hey, you know, I want to be filled. I want to feel valued and loved too. And I want a gift as well. So, you know, I just wanted to give that, put that message out here since, you know, it's Valentine's Day. For us, it'll be the day after for you guys. However, I just wanted to put that out there. Communicate those expectations and love and just say, you know, this is what I was expecting. You know, you think for the next holiday, this is something that you could do for me. Boom. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's all, right? Mm-hmm. Sounds good. And so now as we go into Roots and in Bloom, I kind of wanted to talk about, because the whole reason we're out here in New Orleans is for what, babe? Your school site convention. Yes, it's for our school site convention. And so my husband has gone to a class or two with me. You've gone to a class with me, right? Mm -hmm. Which class did you go to? Mm, you remember? I don't remember the name of it, but it was about protocols. No, it yeah, was, it was a behavior. Yeah, but the, what was the, the whole title of it was something about a protocol. What was the whole title of it? The whole title of it was like, uh, the protocols of behavior. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I know it had protocol in, in that's there That's what somewhere. he's saying, y'all. That's what he is saying. So, yes, it was a behavior class. Did you learn anything that you could apply to your parenthood? Yeah, there was a couple of things that, they, that the lady talked about that was pretty straight, pretty good. Like what? Um, well, she gave a thing where she was saying that... Um, I don't... I do... Yeah, the I do's and the we do's. So, what's, so that? what's that? Like, it was, um, I don't have my notes on, I wrote it down in my notes, but pretty much it was saying, like, you have to be careful of, like, um, telling versus teaching. Because yes. oftentimes we just tell kids what to do instead of just, you know, actually being patient and, like, teaching them what to do. Yes. Okay, so yeah, that's basically what um, one of the big takeaways. It's kind of something that I already do because, you know, as a school psych, I try to apply these behavior things with my children all the time. It's hard, though, because it's kind of like unlearning some of the things I've already done. But real quickly, I just want to go over a few of the things that I am um, that are a couple of points that I wrote down. So basically in your brain you have a, a part of your brain called the amygdala and when your kids act up or when someone is doing something then your brain senses and sees like hmm do i have in my repertoire do i have what it takes to deal with this behavior and if you do then you take you pull out from your repertoire and you fi figure out what to do so let's say your kid uh says to you um i don't want to mom or i don't like it or get away from me or something i don't know and your brain will say hmm okay I know what to do. I could give a consequence for this behavior or I could tell my kid, please don't do that or whatever, whatever it is that you come up with. And then you relax like, OK, I knew what to do. Now, 
if your brain does not know what to do or you choose one of those things and it does not work, then basically you get stressed out. Your brain goes into a stress response and you either fight, flight or freeze. And so if you fight, then you lash out. If you flight, then you might um, either leave the room or make your kid go to their room or something like that because you make them leave, basically. Or you freeze, you know, you don't do anything. You don't even respond. You ignore it or whatever like that. And so I just think it's important to realize that when you do lash out or when you do have a response, then it's because your body and your brain is stressed out. And so you have to realize those triggers and what to do and learn how to take a deep breath and and um, and calm down prior to dealing with your kids essentially mm-hmm. so what do you think husband yeah that's like i think that was the most interesting part about it like going into the brain and like learning about the amygdala and stuff like that like it's <laughs> not amygdala. just yeah it's just very it's very intricate and very thought out learning like some of the stuff sounds like common sense but you know it's like wow i didn't even look at it that way or think of it that way until she presented it the way she presented it yeah um but yeah yeah so that was totally a good class and it just reminds us to be aware that when we have those huge reactions it's because we're going to it's essentially like your primitive primitive brain your stressed out brain we're going to those stressed out responses and you have to realize like oh no i'm going into my stressed out response you have to tell yourself i'm safe i can figure this out and you know that kind of thing so anyways that's roots and bloom Mm mm-hmm well, um, our lifestyle section was us living it up in New Orleans <laughs> and everything that we did. Um, like we said, this is just a mini episode just so that we can make sure that we stay on task and, you know, we're putting up this episode. So, yeah. So, as always, we just um, want to thank you guys for tuning in and, and listening to us. Like I said, we know that there's a thousand other podcasts out there and just the simple fact that you're actually listening to what we're talking about is greatly appreciated and we thank you especially everybody that's been a day one we thank you for just riding with us um, as we continue to just pump out these episodes and um we just hope that you guys stick around and and see the more new exciting things we're going to be doing in the future um so as always thank you again for your support please um go into the descriptions you can find links to follow us on our social platforms there's even a link to purchase our children's book our first children's book that we wrote um also while you're there go ahead and leave us a rating leave us a five-star review um get in the 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 comment section leave us a comment or you know maybe there's a topic you want us to hear you want to hear us talk about or you know maybe there's a question you have about school psychology or even if you had a question for me with graphic design i don't know um <laughs> just go ahead and leave those in the comment section we'll check those out and it might become an episode in the future you never know but as always i hope you guys have a blessed rest of the week i know we're gonna have fun here in new orleans for the rest of the week and um we just thank you guys again and as always god bless